This is the second episode of the Sudesh podcast. We're going to dive straight into Vras 7, chapter 25. So this is in the stories of Guru Hargobind. At this point in time, he's already had two major battles. He's left Amritsar for good. Uh, Mata Dumodri had passed. This is uh, Guru Hargobind's eldest wife. Uh, Mata Ganga has passed. Guru Hargobind's mother. And... At this point in chapter 25, there's a discussion between Guru Hargobind and congregation that had come down from uh, a Kabul, Afghanistan. So the two congregation leaders, Bhaktamal and Tarachand, they are telling Guru Hargobind about uh, th- their travels from Afghanistan all the way down to Punjab um, and their time in Lahore for a little bit. And there's a discussion related to what they saw in Lahore while they were passing by uh, Eid happened there and Shah Jahan and his army uh, did a procession uh, to celebrate Eid so the whole congregation got to see the Emperor Shah Jahan as well as you know the army and the horses Uh, the congregation while they were there were awestruck at at how beautiful some of these horses that Shah Jahan had there particularly two that were um, in front of Shah Jahan's horse Shah Jahan was not riding these horses Actually, it mentions their name as uh, Gulbag and Dilbag. And these horses were so beautiful, so big, so strong, so nibble. And um, the con- congregation thought, you know, what would be great is if Guru Hargobind was riding this horse, you know, in battle, it would be great use to him. Um, the Sangat would just uh, be in such bliss to see the Guru ride such a beautiful horse. They were thinking, if there was some way we can get this horse to Guru Harwin, that would be amazing. So when they get to uh, Gangar and they're having this, this discussion with Guru Harwin, they're telling Guru Harwin, describing in great detail how beautiful this horse is. Just amazing, both of them. And then it arrives in Guru Harwin's mind that, oh, you know, it would be great. We need to get these horses. Um, and he's thinking, oh, I can't buy them off Shah Jahan. He has endless wealth. He's trying to think. Uh, what's the best way we can get these horses? And then he asked the congregation, uh, you know, if anybody has any ideas how they should do it. And um, actually the co- congregation speaks up and says, Bidhi Chand is the man for this task. And um, Guru Hargobin then sends off Bidhi Chand to um, bring back these horses. Actually, there's a small passage there, and now we're jumping into ta- chapter 25, 26, sorry. There's a small passage there which talks about how, you know, Bidhi Chan's basically like Hanuman. He's going to be, you know, going to the enemy territory. It gives this analogy from Ramayana where Hanuman um, jumps into Lanka, gets um, kind of... Uh, the layer of the land there he understands what uh, you know Sita's well-being he conveys all that to Rama as well as he he goes there and just burns the place down um, so Guru Hargobind kind of blesses him to say that nobody is equal to you Bhiti Chan just like ha- nobody's equal to Hanuman and Hanuman uh, sorry then Bhiti Chan sets off to uh, Lahore from Kangar and it takes him about three days uh, to get there 
when he gets inside, or actually when he gets to the gate, he does an ardas, he does a prayer, a supplication to the past gurus as well, to say that, you know, may you bless me um, in this task that I'm going to, uh, you know, try here. And he, he gets inside the fort, he's looking around, he's quite um, astonished about how many guards they ha have there, and he's taking note about the different positions the guards are in, um, who's reporting to who, um, possible weak points. He comes out of the fort, there's a Sikh actually who lives right outside of the fort, a Tarkhan, a carpenter Sikh, named Jeevan. And uh, Jeevan recognizes Bidhi Chand, you know, Bidhi Chand having um, stayed for a long time with Guru Hargobind. He was also a Sikh of Guru Arjan Dev Ji. And um, so Jeevan treats uh, Bidhi Chand with great respect. Bidhi Chand then gets into a conversation with um, Jeevan, asking him, okay, who is the main um, inspector or who is the main general of the fort? Uh, who takes care of the horses, how many men are under him. Um, basically, he conveys his, uh, his desire to steal some of the horses from, from the fort and bring them back to the Guru. Jeevan is quite um, astonished about this task. He's thinking uh, it's going to be one, that's going to be a difficult one. Um, Bili Chan says that he kind of requests Jeevan to make him like a kurpa, which is a like a small gardening tool, um, such that uh, Bhitichan can then do can go out and get grass, get supplies for the horses. He was thinking um, this is going to be a task. It, it mentions this in the text. How Bhitichan, when he was in the fort, was thinking this is not going to be a quick snatch and grab. This is going to be. I have to get really close and tight and spend a lot of time here. Uh, to integrate into uh, the community here, integrate into the army, um, such that I build some trust. Just noting that there's so many obstacles here, it would be impossible just to, to do a quick mission. So um, he requests Jeevan to make this small, uh, they call it a, a hoe in English. It's like this small kodapa, it's a small uh, gardening tool where he's gonna go out and cut grass, then sell it to um, the main general there, I believe his name is Soldekha. And um, in that, he's planning to um, build up a relationship, infiltrate uh, the fort of Lahore um, on the pretense of him being somebody that's going to take care of horses. And then chapter 26 basically ends off where Bidichan then takes the form, he, he dresses like somebody who is going out to sell different grass for the horses and in the next episode that's what we're going to pick up and uh, continue forward with the story <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>